Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Hai and Assalamualaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh. Welcome to the Circle of Healing Podcast where we share Islamic knowledge that caters to anyone and everyone. Through this podcast, you will learn anything and everything about Islam. From the basics to the advanced, there will be something for everyone, inshallah. My name is Ustaz Hidir Ibrahim. The topic for my podcast is titled, Straight Essentials Intro to Islam. We are now currently in episode number 11. So to recap what I shared in the previous episode, I managed to share with each and every one of you information on the angels and some of their attributes and tasks that was assigned to them by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So since we have been talking about angels or malaika in the past two episodes, you will be fitting if we learn and understand as well about jinn and their characteristics. Since jinn are also part of the unseen and they are the exact opposite of angels or malaika. So my brothers and sisters, every culture across the world has stories about ethereal or interdimensional beings who exist beyond the material world. People might understand them as ghosts, uh, spirits of dead people, demons, malevolent spirits, or even aliens from another planet. Many people have also documented their experiences with paranormal activity in which the ordinary laws of nature appear to bend or break. So the Quran and Sunnah explain that these phenomena are caused by the jinn. So the jinn are a species of intelligent creatures who were created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from an intense smokeless fire. They exist in the unseen realm of creation, another dimension without physical or material form. Many jinn are merely creatures like any other animal, but Satan or Iblis is the leader of the evil jinn. So Allah mentions in Surah Ar-Rahman, verse number 15, بَعْلَوْا بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ مِنْ رَجِيمِ وَخَلَقَ الْجَنَّ مِنْ مَارِجِمْ مِنْ نَارِ Which means, He created the jinn from a mixture of fire. So Aisha, radiallahu anha, also reported the messenger of Allah, peace and blessings be upon him, seen the hadith reported in Sahih Muslim. خُلِقَتِ الْمَلَائِكَةُ مِنْ نُورِ وَخُلِقَ الْجَنَّ مِنْ مَارِجِمْ مِنْ so which means the angels were created from light, the jinn were created from a mixture of fire, and Adam was created as has been described for you. So from these descriptions, it is clear that the jinn do not have physical bodies like the rest of creatures. Although the exact scientific modality or the kaifiya of their existence remains unknown, Science, by definition, can only study physical, uh, tangible objects. So it has little to tell us about the nature of jinn. So the jinn can see us and interact with us, while we definitely cannot see them unless they materialize in a form of their choosing. So different species of jinn have the power to shapeshift or assume various forms to affect the physical world. So Abu Thalaba reported, the Messenger of Allah, peace and blessings be upon him, say, Al-jinnu ala thalathati asnafin sinfun kilabun wa hayyatun wa sinfun yatiruna fil hawa wa sinfun yahulluna wa yad'anun. So the jinn have three forms. One form like dogs and snakes, one form flies through the air, and one form comes and goes. So this is reported in Sayyid bin Hibban. So many people may have encountered ghosts, or poltergeist with the appearance of dead loved ones or people from the past. So many other people, witness, aliens, or UFOs maybe, which they think are creatures from another planet. So in reality, 
my brothers and sisters, these experiences are caused by mischievous jinns who take on these forms as a trick. So jinns also have the ability to appear in people's dreams, but they are unable to take the form of the Prophet So as reported by Abu Hurairah, the Messenger of Allah, peace and blessings be upon him, said, Man ra'ani fil manami faqad ra'ani, fa inna shaytana la yatamathalu bi. Which means, whoever sees me in a dream has truly seen me, for Satan or jinn cannot assume my form. So like human beings, they are uh, they are both um, good and evil jinn. So they can choose to have faith in Allah and perform good deeds or to disbelieve in Allah and follow the commands of their chief, uh, which is Satan. So Allah said in Surah Jinn verse number 14, بَعْضَوْتُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ وَأَنَّا مِنَّ الْمُنَّ وَأَنَّا مِنَّ الْمُسْلِمُونَ وَمِنَّ الْقَاسِتُونَ فَمَنْ أَسْلَمَ فَأُولَٰئِكَ تَحَرَّوْا رَشَدًا Which means, the jinn said, Among us are those who surrender to Allah and those who are unjust. Whoever surrenders to Allah, they have taken the right course. So the evil jinn are ordered by Iblis to whisper dark thoughts into the minds of people. So every person has been assigned a devil companion or karin who tries to exploit the weaknesses of humankind by suggesting they act upon their sinful temptations, although Allah has protected his messengers from their negative influence. So Abdullah ibn Mas'un reported, the messenger of Allah, peace and blessings be upon him, said, مَا مِنْكُمْ مَا مِنْكُمْ مِنْ أَحَدٍ إِلَّا وَقَدْ وُكِلَ بِهِ قَرِنُهُ مِنَ الْجِنِّ So which means each one of you has a devil companion from the jinn over him. They say, even you, O Messenger of Allah, the Prophet Muhammad said, وَإِيَّايَ إِلَّا أَنَّ اللَّهَ أَعَانَنِي عَلَيْهِ فَأَسْلَمَ فَلَا يَأْمُرُنِي إِلَّا بِخَيْرِ So, which means, even me, yet Allah helped me against him until he embraced Islam. He does not order me to do anything but good. So, here then begs the question, my brothers and sisters, what is a Qareen? So, Qareen in literal means um, a constant companion. So, every human who is born on this earth will have a Qareen from among the jinn together with him as stated in the hadith I mentioned earlier. So, the role of the Qareen is to encourage people to do something, whether it is something good or otherwise. So, as a Muslim who declares his faith, we should always be careful of the encouragements of our Qareen. So the reason is the role of this Qareen is to encourage humans towards evil and bad deeds. Thus, we are commanded to seek the protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from their whispers and encouragement of shaitan by increasing the recitation of isti'adah, which is by reciting A'udhu billahi rajim as encouraged and taught to us by Prophet Muhammad. Peace and blessings be upon him. Because jinn have an ethereal existence, they are in closer proximity to the angels and can sometimes overhear bits of their discourse. So this is how fortune tellers or soothsayers and black magicians can acquire some knowledge of the future. But the jinn who support these soothsayers are definitely evil. So they mix the little truth they give them with many lies. So uh, Aisha reported, some people asked the messenger of Allah, Peace and blessings be upon him about soothsayers. So the Prophet said, 
which means they are nothing. So they said, O Messenger of Allah, sometimes they speak about things that come true. The Prophet then replied, Tilka al-kalimatu min al-jinn yakhtafuha al-jinni fayuqarruha fi udni waliyihi qarrad dajaja fayakhlituna fiha akthara min mi'ati kathbah. So which means, those are the words snatched by the jinn who whisper it into the ears of their friend and it is mixed with more than 100 lies. So the jinn can only acquire such knowledge if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows them to do so since Allah is in full control of the heavens and earth. So now let us find out some of the characteristics of the jinn. So number one, the residents of the jinn. So um, they live in the same earth where we live, but they live mainly in deserts, ruins and impure places such as toilets, garbage dumps and graveyards. So they also live in the same house where human beings live. But whenever Allah's name is mentioned or Allah is glorified or the Quran is recited, especially Surah Al-Baqarah, they flee away from that particular place. Number two, their food, drinks and lifestyle. So jinn eat and drink as proved in the Sunnah that the Prophet Sallallahu said that every bone uh, on which Allah's name was mentioned would be full of meat for Muslim jinn and dung of animals becomes feed for their cattle. So for this reason, Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu prohibited using bones and animal dung to clean oneself. The Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, said, do not cleanse yourself with bone or dung because they are the sustenance of your brothers from amongst the jinn. Number three, jinns also marry. They also propagate and die as reported in Sahih Bukhari. Number four, shaitan has an, a very ugly face. Allah made the fruits of the tree of zakum that springs at the bottom of hellfire, similar to the heads of the devils. So Allah makes them similar to the heads of the devils because all human beings have fixed in their minds a very bad and ugly figure of devils or the evil jinns. Number five, Allah has made the jinn able to adopt new forms or shapes as he grants them speed in movement and motion. So as I mentioned before in the hadith, they can also have multiple forms. or One as a snake, one as a dog, one that can fly through the air and one that can come and go as much as uh, they want. So as we go and have a better understanding on their characteristic or abilities, we should also seek ways into protecting ourselves from their evil. So we are all definitely exposed to the whispering of devils among jinn in our daily lives as we struggle with ordinary day-to-day -day temptations to commit sins. We are also potentially vulnerable to black magicians who contact the jinn via satanic rituals and command them to attack and harass their chosen victims. So yet protecting ourselves from them is easy as long as we remain vigilant in the remembrance of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the key to protecting ourselves from evil, from the evil jinn, is to not assign importance to them by cursing them or trying to defeat them. Rather, it is best to ignore them by returning our mindfulness and awareness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we leave them alone, my brothers and sisters, they will definitely leave us alone. So simply saying the name of Allah, Bismillah, just by itself has the power to banish 
Satan or the evil jinns. So a very good example is this supplication when we go out from our house. So Anas ibn Malik reported, The Messenger of Allah, peace and blessings be upon him, said, Man qala ya'ni idha kharaja min baytihi, Bismillahi tawakkaltu ala Allahi la hawla wa la quwata illa billah, yuqalu lahu kufita wa buqita wa tanaha anhu shaytan. Which means, whoever says when he leaves his house, in the name of Allah, I trust in Allah for there is no power or might but with Allah, then it will be said to him that you have been sufficed and protected, and the devils will be far from him. So, uh, my brothers and sisters, the Qur'an is likewise our most powerful defense against the evil jinn, in particular the chapters of Surah Al-Baqarah, Surah Al-Falaq, and Surah An-Nas are especially potent in warding off demonic entities. Abu Sa'ad reported, كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يتعود من الجام وعين الإنسان حتى نزلت المعوذتان فلما نزلت أخذ بهما وترك ما سواهما. So the messenger of Allah peace and blessings be upon him would seek refuge from jinn and the evil eye of men until the two chapters of refuge were revealed, Surah Al-Falaq and Surah An-Nas. After they were revealed, he took both of them and left everything else. So what we can do, my brothers and sisters, we can always recite Surah Al-Falaq and Surah An-Nas whenever we feel uneasy or whenever we feel that we are being disturbed, uh, whenever we feel that we are being uh, controlled, for example. So Surah Al-Falaq and Surah An-Nas are definitely the two most vital chapters that we need to memorize and insert in our lives, inshallah. So aside from this, we can also recite Ayatul Kursi, which when recited, Allah would appoint a protector and no devil will come near until morning. Also Surah Al-Baqarah, as the devils and jinns will flee from the house, which Surah Al-Baqarah is recited. So Imam and scholars will use the, Imams and scholars will use the Quran to treat a person who is being harassed or controlled by jinn. However, for any true case of possession in need of an exorcism, uh, which is a documented but very rare phenomenon, we must consult religious medical and psychological experts for their advice on the holistic treatment plan. Lastly, we should not be paranoid over the jinn, just as we should not be afraid of ordinary animals. So in fact, the jinn are usually more afraid of us than we are of them, but they become emboldened or have the courage when they sense our fear. So giving such importance to the jinn only inflates their ego. Instead, we can use the name of Allah to banish any evil jinn at any given time. So the jinn are a species of intelligent creatures who exist beyond the physical world in a manner that is scientifically unknown. Some of them can materialize in the form of their choosing, sometimes impersonating people or pretending to be frightening monsters. Like humans, they can be good or evil. The evil jinn at the behest of their leader Satan whisper evil suggestions into the hearts and minds of people. Soothsayers, fortune tellers, and black magicians can also harness the abilities of evil jinn through ceremonial magic, although such power comes at the price of their souls. We can protect ourselves from these evil forces by being vigilant in remembering Allah, following the teachings of Islam, frequently mentioning the name of Allah, and reciting the Qur'an. And lastly, my brothers and sisters, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always protect us and safeguard us, as well as give us the strength 
to control our weak selves from the jinn and shaitan. Amin. Ya Rabbil Alamin. And that concludes today's episode, my brothers and sisters. Tune in again next week, same time, same place, same me, for the continuation of today's episode. Do not forget to follow our channel so that you'll be notified when a new episode drops. Do follow us on our social media platforms at Circle of Ilm for updates on future episodes and other topics. We would definitely love for you to share and tag us as well if you have learned something from today's episode. And with that, thank you and see you next week, inshallah. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi ta'ala. Wa barakatuh.